Welcome to the Mindset Artistry Podcast. This is Amanda DeWoe, a self-authenticity, prosperity life coach and actor or actress per your reference. And I'm Janelle Koloski, a career and mindset coach and an actor as well. Over the course of our lives, we've taken on the journey of healing, living, and being authentically ourselves as we successfully build individual careers. We're your hosts, and we're here to flip your mindset to teach you the artistry of what we learned will keep your mind in check. This podcast is designed for you, so you can discover your goals and courageously reach them at your highest potential while being 100,000% yourself. What you'll get from us is real, dirty, a little... Okay, more like a lot of quirky. Along with empathy, edge, and a safe space. If you're ready to build a mindset that is unapologetically you and excel beyond the stars, you're in the right place. So today we're going to be talking about how really addressing your fears will accelerate your career. Look how cute that is. All right, little, little Betty Boo. Hello. It's actually... Black actress, but anyway, it's a whole other story. Oh, story. Yeah. Would well, you like some more? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Why Look at not? this. We have a, a little. We're really bringing the coffee, y'all. We are. We're we really are. bringing it. Yeah, Jay. Your eyes speak. My eyes speak. Well, thank that goodness. Clearly, I'm having trouble speaking this morning. I gotta drink my coffee. Loxy, hello, hello, hello. Okay, so let's get into it. We're gonna be talking about how addressing your fears accelerates your career, and for me. Uh, as I said in the text below my post, I was talking about when I have an audition and Amanda has witnessed this many times where I put in the work, I prepare, I'm ready to go. I'm excited about the story. And then I go up and I'm like, oh, and I end up holding my breath and fears come up and I can feel it in my chest getting tight and I just can't relax my body. And then I'm trying to do the audition and I get more and more frustrated. And obviously it's really hard to channel something through you if uh, you're all frozen. And so Amanda brought this up. Um, You told me to just speak out what I was feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we were, <laughs> it was the first audition I had a while at, during the pandemic and we were in Woodstock and I was very overwhelmed and I was like, I can't fail. I can't mess this up. I have to be good. I have to show these casting directors. I'm worthy of being brought in. And it just made me go like this. And so because Amanda pointed out, Hey, like what's going on with you? Just speak out how you're feeling. Then it helped me move forward. Uh, so that's really what we're going to be talking about today. But Amanda, can you give me a specific example of when you were trying to do something, any goal. Mm-hmm. It could have been an audition, but it could be any goal. I mean, sometimes even like the business side of acting, I get tightened up or networking or anything where you're like all good, you're hyped up, and then your fear kind of slows you down. I think that happens with every decision I've come across, especially if it's out of my comfort zone, especially if it's out of my comfort zone and I haven't done anything like it before. It completely I'm like so excited I re- the reason why I want to do it what's to come and then all of a sudden that doubt or fear or limiting belief comes in and starts like attacking and shutting down every positive thought that I have and it happens all the time it happened when I left my day job it happens when I do auditions it happens when I embark on doing this podcast with Nell and doing you know live with us and anything that I haven't embarked on that is bigger than I've done previously there's always a fear that comes up for me always because it's so new and I don't know what to expect which is very exciting too but in that process is like oh can I do it 
who can I talk to about this? Oh my gosh, no one in my family or around me is doing something like this. Mm-hmm. What make, gives me the right to do this too? Like all of that. So it's definitely something that I come across quite often, but now I embrace it. And whenever it does come up, I know that I have to speak it. I have to say it out loud. It's one of the best gifts that was told to me by a good friend, Gibeyad, who's also an actor at Gibeyad Joseph. We love you, Gibeyad. Dude. And uh, it was the best I, I remember that day I was in an audition in a studio with him and he was helping me with an audition, a self tape. And I was really nervous. And it was like a very, a scene that I had to be sexy. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, he's my friend. Like, how do I be sexy? And then he's like, you relax, speak it out loud. Like, what are you nervous about? What's blocking you? Are you, what are you thinking that is getting in the way of the words and the feeling of the character? Cause it's not about me, mm-hmm. Amanda. It's about the character and living whatever situation she's having having in that particular moment. So it happens all the time and I embrace it, but it's something that we all have to work through. But once you get the habits and practices in, it gets a little bit better yes, and you're see, way more aware. So you learned that from your friend. Yes. And was that the first time that you knew like, oh, I have to address this fear because a lot of times people just push them down and ignore them. Like, was that the first time that brought that to light? Yes, it did, especially with auditioning. And then because I did it in that audition or that self-tape, I started transitioning that into all other aspects of my life whenever I felt nervous about something. So I was like, all right, well, if it worked for my self-tape, why can't it work for other things in my life? And because of that, it like, it made me better. Honestly, it made me more in tune and trusting my intuition with it. So definitely the first time, but it has transitioned into all avenues and values and things that I do and approach in my life. And I always tell people, I'm like, speak it Mm -hmm. because then you release it from your body and you let it go. Yeah. And you can use it. I love that because I would say I really, I mean, you helped me that was years ago, but I think it takes time. So everybody just be gentle with yourself because it's not something that's like easily going to happen right away. For me, it took practice. Mm -hmm. I felt pretty awkward when you guys called it out to me. And I was like, (laughs) I don't feel like doing this right now. But then I noticed a lot, especially in the past year, I was stopping um, myself from fulfilling this audition because I was like, oh, you didn't get it yet. You're not good enough. You'll never be good enough to have your dream and all these things. And I've just learned that you really have to address it in the moment. So you've identified the fear and and you're speaking it out. But the next thing is to figure out where the fear is coming from, because you can talk all day and analyze all day like, oh, I know that I have this fear. I know I'm afraid of auditioning or I'm afraid of not booking a job. That's just the surface. You have to go deeper. And so the next step is really asking yourself, what are the reasons this fear is coming up? So as I said, okay, I noticed fear was coming up. Um, it could be about personal relationships. It could be about the audition, anything. And so then I asked myself, where did this come from? Because a lot of what happens is you are living your life and then everything is normal and then something will happen and it will just strike you in the chest and, and you think, well, why would that bother me? Or, oh, damn, that's bothering me again. And so it's really important to say, what is the root of this? And sometimes it's something that you made up in your mind, a story you keep telling yourself. But then other times it's a story somebody projected onto you, which you've talked a lot about. Yeah. Um, And how you don't, it could be another person's fear projected onto you. So in order for you to move forward and release this fear, it's not going to go away. 
This is something you have to understand. It is not going to go away just because you notice it. You have to go deep, figure out where it's from and resolve it within your body. It's just going to keep happening. But the beautiful thing is about when we're activated, it teaches us what we need to heal. Yeah. Uh, so Amanda, can you speak to that? Um, we already talked about, you're like, okay, I got to say out loud what it is, but then digging deeper into finding the core of that. Because as coaches, we're taught that. Yeah. Like, what are your parts saying to each other? <laughs> and the blocks. And why do I have this block? Because it's like, you know, you can want all these things on the conscious level, but if you don't change the subconscious, it will, it's not going to happen. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Um, you know, for me, the best thing that I can do for myself is dive in. I think I, I feared a lot. And a mm-hmm. lot of the things that I feared came from other people. It came from other people's failures. It came from things that I was fantasizing in my mind that weren't actually true mm-hmm. at all. Right. Right. Like, you know, half the time we make up this whole fantastical story of what could happen, which it could be great if it's in a positive realm, but that could also set you back too, because you're setting such high expectations that if you don't meet it, then you start getting on yourself. And that's when like the shame and guilt can come in. Right. And, um, so I know, right. Isn't it cute? Yes. Uh, thank you. So, you know what? I lost my train of thought. What was the question? We were talking about healing the subconscious. Oh, right. And so when you dig deeper, I have it a moment, guy. I guess the coffee is not really kicking it. That's okay. <laughs> um, when you are digging deeper, then you're acknowledging the what happens is unfortunately when you don't address it in the moment or you don't address it at all, all you're doing is suppressing it. Uh-huh. And being black and Puerto Rican and being in a culture that was like the baby boomers and grew up with those parents, they were always told suppress your feelings, get over it, move on. It's part of life. Mm-hmm. And that's not healthy because what happens is whatever unhealed trauma that was passed down from generation to generation, it does transfer to you. And because you pick up subconscious consciously what happens around you. And so you start believing that and that becomes a part of your belief system, mm-hmm. whether you realize it or not. So you're like, oh, well, I want to be, um, I don't know, a painter, but someone in your family tried to be a painter and they failed at it or was told not to do it by their parents. And so subconsciously you're like, nah, I can't do it because it was never done. Yeah. No, never mind. It won't, it won't. So that becomes a belief. So you have to really dig deep into these unresolved wounds and emotions, because if you don't, it's going to take over your whole body and it's going to control every aspect and every choice that you make, causing you to distrust yourself, lose yourself self, self sense of self-identity. It's going to limit your interactions with people because you won't be able to be truthful with them. You won't even know how to articulate your emotions and how to even identify them. You know, we, we tend to like walk around and like, oh, that feels uncomfortable. Never mind. And move on. Yeah. And it's, it's just like, all right, whatever, I'll get over it. And it's like, no, you won't because it will come up again and it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger until the point that you explode mm-hmm. on someone that doesn't even deserve that attention or that anger or resentment or sadness. Yeah. And you're like, uh, I, And it turns into something that blows out of proportion. So I think it's really important to address those emotions. It can be very difficult. That's the problem. Most of the time, people don't want to address it because 
painful. It's so painful. It's hard, but I promise it gets easier. I mean, it's it's like if I'm speaking about myself, I'm doing a lot of EMDR therapy. And it's very important because it's, I talk a lot about body-based therapy because Amanda and I love psychology. We're very analytical and we can analyze the shit out of anything. But at a certain point, that doesn't help you because that's up here. And what we forget is your mind, body, and soul. So you can't just be trying to heal your mind because it's so disconnected. It's like, there's a lot going on here and there's a lot that goes this way. I'm going to talk about auras and things spiritually. So it's like, you can't just stop here. It's not going to heal it. So me doing my EMDR therapy, it's, it's frustrating. It's very painful. And, and I get mad because I'm like, oh, this, I'm doing this thing. I'm living my life. And then this made me mad again. I've been working on this. Why isn't it changing yet? Hello, Mark. Good to see you. Hello. Hello. And, but it does get easier because I notice when I stay committed, like anything, whether it's your career or healing yourself or anything, or a partnership, a friendship, it does get stronger and grow and heal and things happen. But I just want people to really know that there is an end to it. There is another side. And the other side is you being your fully authentic self and having the life that you want. But until you heal the subconscious, um, you're blocking yourself. And so this is great. We've been talking about stuff that comes up and calling it out. And then next trying to figure out where it's from. And then now I just want to keep rolling about that, talking about the different ways. So there's journaling, there's meditation, there's, um, you know, you can call up a friend, <laughs> there's talk therapy, there's breath work, um, there's the EMDR therapy that I'm doing. Uh, there's even just taking a walk. <laughs> um, so what works for you, Amanda, or what do you think is the most helpful? And I think it's like a toolbox, right? Like with anything, different things work at different times. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll, there's things that have worked for me in the past that don't work anymore. Mm -hmm. They just don't dive in as deep as it needs to be, or it just doesn't help me release it completely. So some, at one point, like, um, just taking a nap or resting my body was enough. It was great because my mind was resetting and it doesn't work anymore. I have to couple that now with like journaling and meditating, mm -hmm. uh, you know, taking a walk outside, getting fresh air, talking to a friend, you know, that hotline. What is when you on a show where you say like, call up a friend? Yeah. Yeah. I would call a friend. Up, yeah. Who wants to be a millionaire? Yes. 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 Phone a friend and hope they have the answers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it, it would be a, ma a many different things. Maybe I would just pick up a book and read something that subconsciously would shift my mindset or, you know, smiling in the mirror, telling my affirmations, like mm -hmm. a lot of the things I have to explore it. It's, yeah. it's a great journey, but it can also be deterring because you get, you can get to the point where you feel like, oh, well it worked to yesterday, but why isn't it working today? I don't understand mm -hmm. because what you're addressing, maybe you also didn't fully address the thing that you needed to yesterday or the day before. Oh yeah. And so now it's even bigger. Yeah. So you have to go even deeper oh, into yeah. the roots of that. So it's not just like, oh, I'm gonna do breath work and I'll be okay. It's like, well, again, where did it come from? Yeah. Is How it deep is it? How deep is it? Like, you know, for one, for a while, and I was telling Nell that my right side of my body was just really achy. Like no matter what I, how much stretching I did, it was really achy from my right hip and my lower back. And then it would go to my arm mm -hmm. and I would do the stretching, the meditating and everything. Actually, the meditating, I was very resistant to do because every time I did it, my mind would race. And uh. I was like, why isn't my brain calming down? It was, it was pissing me off really because yeah. I was sitting down. I'm like, I've done this before. 
but my mind won't let me now. So what's going on? Yeah. So I had to subconsciously be honest with myself that there was some unresolved emotions that I hadn't addressed yeah. on a different level. So, and I, I dropped this in a reel was I had to do like a three day yeah. of purging and recognizing and acknowledgement. So, and you check my reel because I dropped a part one, I'll drop a part two and what those stages were for me, but it, I didn't realize I needed it until it actually came out. So when I finally was doing a stretch and I was doing a hip stretch, all of a sudden I started bawling. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> why am I crying? Thank God all about myself because it was really embarrassing. Oh, but I man. was like, <laughs> and the tears were falling. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to keep stretching and I'm going to stay here because clearly it's something yeah, that needs to be released. release. Right. But most people, if you're not into it, they're like, ah, nope, never mind. <clears throat> I'm strong. Yeah. On, right. That's the thing. Yeah. And I was like, no, if I don't, it's going to get worse. Yeah. And when I did, it turned into a three day thing. And now I feel so much better. But it was a lot of deep diving into this past year because the year was ending all the things that I want to be happening for the new year. And it was all coming together. But I hadn't acknowledged and addressed a lot of the things that the year had brought up for oh, me. Yeah. Well, and that makes me think of and I love that you say that is why it's you got to make it a practice. Yeah. Because like, I don't know, last week I went and I did the breath work and I felt kind of okay that day. But as soon as I started doing it, all this stuff came up that I didn't know was there. And that's why I think I said a couple of weeks ago, when you feel something and you're like, oh, that activated me or the um, triggered, people are using different words now. Um, I have to address that. Or I was like, oh, I moved through it in the moment. So I don't need to address it. But actually, it stayed with me mm -hmm. till the next morning. And then I had a blow up the next morning. And so it's okay. Like, don't judge yourself. Don't sh shame yourself. Because it's like, why am I not over this yet? Mm -hmm. Why is this still bothering me? The only way you're going to get over it is if you keep speaking directly to the fear and speak and speaking to your body and figuring out what is going on. Because it doesn't matter what bothers other people. It doesn't make it right or wrong. Like it's all about you. Who cares if somebody else would be able to get over that faster? We're all built differently. It's just you against yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and so I wanted to talk about this today and we're wrapping up now, but it's just so important. Uh, I posted about this yesterday too. You can be doing all the right things, like the business side mm -hmm. of things and working on your craft and like checking off the list. But if you're not aligned and you're not healing, you're never going to attract that life that you want because you literally resisting it with by blocking and not believing that it's possible. Yeah. Because even if you're like, oh, I believe it, your body doesn't believe it. Mm -hmm. So you have to uh, do the work. That's why the fears that are coming up are so helpful. Don't feel bad. Don't feel stupid. Don't shame yourself. Like, why am I afraid of this? Why do I care? Oh, just ignore it. Nope. Something you need to address. And then once you address that, it'll open up new avenues for you. Um, so do you have anything else to add before we jump off? Um, yeah, I would just say, oh, be patient because it's not like Nell said, she thought she addressed it in that moment that okay. night. And then the next day it came up and it blew up even more uh -huh. because it wasn't again, dressed on a deeper level, yeah. but it's going to take time. Oh, it's yeah. not something you're going to go, oh, it's over. Like <laughs> I had this idea that like the epiphany moment, right? Yeah. These moments that you, oh, I finally get it. It's not that you, you finally got it, it's that you worked to it and it finally aligned. You finally got like, it, it made sense. It was like, ah, I've been working on this for two years and now I got it. All right. That was a fine, like my, my mind finally wrapped around what that concept was or whatever I'm learning. 
And so give yourself patience and time to get through it. It's not going to happen overnight, but it will get easier if you maintain the momentum, the stamina, and the motivation in doing that by setting up practices, taking a break, you know, releasing the guilt of, of addressing it. Like, don't feel guilty that you feel bad. I know some people are like, oh, I shouldn't feel bad. Like you said, I shouldn't feel bad. Mm-hmm. I, I should have healed from this already. Why should I feel bad? It's like, no, it's again, you probably didn't address it well. Maybe something else triggered you. Someone else brought it up for you. Someone else said something and you took it personal on a uh-huh. personal level and you took it to, to fact and made it, you know, your fact of life. You know, it, it can be a lot. So I would just say, be patient with yourself and be kind to the process because just like, you were a child, you have to grow and learn with it. And your body has to grow and get and release all the the negative and the bad. I wouldn't even say bad. It's just coping mechanisms that you created to overcome these challenging situations. Mm-hmm. And so you just have to give yourself time to basically rewire your brain <laughs> yes. and your body. Yeah. But you can. Yes, you which can. Is exciting. Right. So you you can do it. And then it's it's just like, just remember, like, and I said, if you have the desire or dream to do something, there's a reason you have it. It's within reach. You got to show up every day. Like I like that you said, just keep chiseling away at it. It's like literally with everything, you have to make it part of a practice. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mindset Artistry. We hope you found our stories and tips motivating and helpful. Be sure to follow us here on Spotify for more episodes to help you master the art of your mindset.